Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. Hey, copyright. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Whoa. <gasps> Whoa, bro. Whoa. Whoa. Easy. Easy on the SpongeBob. Easy. Pump the brakes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Haley. <laughs> uh-huh. It's me. I'm Haley. Welcome to Hysterical History. Oh, man. And I'm Alexis. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, beans. Oh, beans. Oh, legumes. Sweet Manchego. Horse <laughs> of Arabia. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, if you don't play Dream Daddy, none of those make any sense to you. But if you do, high five through the microphone. High five. Mm. That was us high fiving our uh, wind guards. Probably wind guards. Wind guards. Wing garden. Yeah, so your plosives don't sound stupid. Sure. But your your pee popping uh, hip hop hippity hop. Nope. Also copyright. Also super copyright. <laughs> Unless we want to bleep out your words and put in like a, a MIDI uh, cover of beep, it. Beep, 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 beep. But yes, this is hysterical history. <laughs> boy, and. Boy, boy, I'm tired. Why are you tired? I don't know. Okay. Mondays. Maybe we should be recording them. No. <laughs> okay. It's not mental tiredness. It's like my my body. My body part, not my brain part. Okay. My my body part's like, no, don't. You're fatigued, I believe, is F- the word. Fatigued? Fatigued. Fatigued. Um... I don't remember how to say it in French, but it is fatigue. Sounds like you're already saying it in French. Uh, well, when I, I say like that, that you, I like that you were shaming me last episode. <laughs> Your for, pronunciation? For my pronunciation. <laughs> I felt a little bad. No, if you if you want to say I'm tired in French, you say je suis fatigué. Just I am tired. I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it for you, though. So I couldn't remember, I can't remember how to say you are tired. Uh, je suis, I'm the gay. <laughs> No, it's it's a uh, two something. Je tu gay. No. Je is I. <laughs> I yeah. Je 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 gay. Okay. Je fa gay. Nope. We're done. <laughs> so Haley. But I'd also like to bring up okay. that I didn't get American names right either, or Russian names. So it's I get everything wrong equally. It's all across the board. Yep. You we're equal offenders to everyone. Mm-hmm. Our own people, Russian people, Ohioans, Ohioans, and Idahoans. Idahoans, all of them, all of you, especially Idahoans. Do you know what we're talking about today, Haley? No, my <laughs> my fatigue uh, does not permit me to you're, know. Fatigue. My my gayness does not permit uh, me to stop saying it that way. No. That's not what the word is. <laughs> Talking about Jackson and Calhoun. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I'm so ready. I'm so ready. So, I did an episode about Jackson mm-hmm. uh, not too long ago, but long enough ago that it's like ten or so episodes ago. Uh, long, um, long enough to go that I don't remember. Sure. Um, and that was when, and then you did your Harriet episode, right? Yeah. And it was Jackson versus Harriet. Um, but mine was just about how Jackson was just a general scum. It was a, a primer, a Jackson primer. Yeah. Jackson for, uh, 5 primer. Okay. No, um, didn't work. No, not at all. You can cut that out, but you probably won't. We'll see. But uh, most of mine was just how Jackson's terrible. 
And uh, in it, I learned that he had an assassination attempt against him. But I was shocked to find that for some reason, he thought that it was his vice president who tried to have him killed. Was it? No. Are we sure? Yes. Uh, why are we sure? Um, because I don't. Because the guy was insane, like the the murderer. I don't think he could have been hired by anyone. He thought he was like Richard the Third. I mean, if you were gonna hire <laughs> someone to try to, it wasn't Calhoun. He didn't do it. <laughs> okay, but it led to a weird question as to why is it his first guess, right? Because like. Sure, maybe Calhoun wants to be president is what I thought, and maybe that's why he thought that. And Jackson Mm. seems like a pretty paranoid person in general. But usually your vice president is, like, somebody that you, like, decently like and trust. I've been watching so much uh, House of Cards and... House of Cards isn't real. And Veep. (laughs) Veep isn't real. And in both of those, they're like, (laughs) all the Vice Bs are like, oh, as soon as POTUS is out of here, it's going to be the best. It's always the spouse. And the VP is the spouse. Mm, It's not the VP, though. (laughs) Um... But I can think of a lot of examples of, like, presidents and vice presidents who really get along and are really supportive of each other. Or in each other's hair. Right. And talk just, to each other late at night. Even our last president and vice president. There's so many jokes about them being best friends and, like, being adorable together. Is it real um, or is it a PR scam? No, they seem to really like each other. That's the scam, Alexis. Well, they're very good at it. They got you. <laughs> they got you. But I want to start with uh, a fact for you that on December 28th, 1832, John C. Calhoun became the first vice president of the United States to resign. It was a little Christmas present for himself. I quit. He's like, I can't do this anymore. You're going to murder me. Right, so on one side... Jackson's like, that's he hired someone to murder me, but Jackson is insane. So, like, that's not surprising that he would say things like that. But on the other side, you have Calhoun going, I quit. Like, this isn't worth it. I mean, looks pretty suspicious. Sure. He's like, if you say so. Oh, I'm just, oh, I'll just quit then. If you think that. It's not about that. If you think I killed you, I'll just quit. <laughs> if you think <laughs> I killed you. <laughs> If you kill me, I'm going to be dead. If you kill me, I'm going to be dead. What did I say? What did I say? I quit. I quit. If you're Uh, dead, I quit. If you're dead, I quit. (laughs) No, I'm sure if Jackson had died, he would not have quit. No, he would have been like, this is the best day of my life. President, hey. President, that weirdo's gone. So, but why did this happen, Haley? So, what what, what? what caused this weird feud? Like, something, I knew immediately there must be something between them that had made them this way, right? That had made them adversaries while they're number one and two in the country. And it's not just from being president and vice president. Well, Calhoun, um, if you spend enough time with him in the same room, Mm -hmm. uh, he seems like a pleasant enough fellow. Uh, but eventually, out pops the cloven hoof. You know this from personal experience. <laughs> you spent a lot of time with Calhoun. I, I sat. I recently sat down with Calhoun. <laughs> his and corpse had a, and had a talk with him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, even the corpse. After a while, his foot started jiggling. Yeah. Got a bit of that uh, crocodile jiggling fever. 
in his foot. I see. Pop! Out it went. Just like an old ant. No. Yep. No? <laughs> Do you want to hear what actually happened? Uh, I mean, I'll hear your version of events. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, I also want to say that there's precedent for them not liking each other because before Jackson was president, he did his whole campaign in Florida, right? I know. I know what the answer is. Let me finish my story. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) Before Jackson was president, he did his campaign in Florida that he wasn't supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And everyone got mad because they were like, nobody told you to do this. Like, why did you get an army and go to Florida for no reason? I I wouldn't think you'd be allowed back in Florida. Spain is mad. Yeah. No, no, this is the first time he goes to Florida. Mm. And then he murders people. Wait, he Um, went to Florida for his uh, election? Before. Oh. Okay. Yeah, this is when he's just a general. Okay. So he, I'm just retelling you old events. So he goes down into Florida, and he murders some people for no reason. And he's like, look how good I did. And then I think Madison is the president at the time. Um, and he's like, don't do that. Um, but specifically, Calhoun, uh, the same Calhoun, is the secretary of war, I think. And he is the one who tells Madison about it and that he's really upset about it. And he's like, this isn't acceptable and, like, he needs to be punished for this, right? Like, Jackson is a loose cannon and he's crazy. Um, And Calhoun's not wrong. (laughs) So I'm like, yep. But so uh, Jackson apparently didn't know that, though. He didn't know that Calhoun had done that before they became president and vice president. And you're probably like, how do they become president and vice president if they don't like each other at all, right? Because in the very early times of America, like in our first couple elections, um, vice president was whoever won the second most amount of votes for president. It just automatically became them, which is terrible because you just spent, you know, months campaigning against this one person who's become basically your enemy, and then now you have to work with him, <laughs> which is bad strategy, bad planning, right? And at this time, they had made it a little better, but it's still not good, um, where vice president and president elections are separate. So the American people will vote for who's going to be president and who's going to be vice president but, like, as different people. Um, so Calhoun, uh, I think if he's the last vice president um, to serve for more than one president because he was vice president for whoever was president right before Jackson. And then he gets elected, obviously, with Jackson, too. And I guess he gets elected in uh, a land, re-elected in a landslide. Like, people love him, apparently. I don't know what he's even doing that makes people like him, but they do. And he gets re-elected. Jackson also gets elected. Um, yeah, it says he's the second and last American to serve vice president for two different presidents. So, grats for you. He learned his lesson. But their major feud which I love this, comes from petty gossip uh, that people are mad about. Uh, And when I say petty, I mean it, because uh, Fluoride is her name, apparently, his wife. Fluoride Calhoun, um, she organizes the... (laughs) No, no, we need to go back and talk about her name for a second. (laughs) Okay. No, we. I what do can't you go back. We need to. Uh, the, we need to go back a couple seconds and talk about her name. Okay. How do you spell it? Uh, I believe it. It might be supposed to be like Flority, 
Um, but it's F L O R I D E. F L O R I D E. Fluoride? You have to put Calhoun behind it. Because they're just going to keep giving you fluoride. Yeah, that's that's what I'm. That's that's the problem. You named your wife after the thing. He doesn't get to name his wife, Haley. <laughs> that's not you, how it works. You misnamed your wife. <laughs> he doesn't get to name her. I need a pronunciation. Just click on the Wikipedia. It'll it, tell you. No, it should. It gives you like right after the name, though. But click on it to see okay. if it is. Okay. No, it doesn't tell you. No. Fluoride. That's a terrible name. She makes your teeth nice and clean, though. Floridy? You like that better? Nope. I don't like any of it. Well, you can see her. There's fluoride. It looks like she has, uh, like, huge white sideburns. (laughs) She's got a bonnet on. I know. (laughs) Like a proper lady. horrifying. So, Fluoride Calhoun organizes the Cabinet Wives. So all the men in the cabinet, wives go with them to stuff. So she organizes them into a group uh, and uses the term petticoats. <laughs> I want to read you a quote. It says, The relationship between Jackson and Calhoun got off to a bad start when shortly after the inaugural in 1829, Calhoun's wife, Florty, refused to entertain or otherwise acknowledge Peggy Eaton, the wife of John Eaton. Oh, snap. Right. Shots fired. So she's like, I won't even look at her. Oh, my God. This... Ho over here. <laughs> this ho. I ain't, gonna I ain't even gonna look at her. I ain't gonna look at her. Um, in their petticoats. But Eaton, so he's the senator from Tennessee. He's good friends with Jackson. Mm-hmm. And Jackson appointed him as Secretary of War. So already you don't trust him. Anyone Jackson appoints as Secretary of War, don't trust that guy. Um, but the reason there's scandal around this is because Peggy Eaton's first husband, a sailor named Timberlake, died while on a Mediterranean cruise, an assignment Eaton as Secretary of War had arranged. I don't know how the Secretary of War arranges for cruise assignments for sailors. That seems weird, but he did. Was it a military cruise? I guess so. Were they going to kill people on the cruise? Somebody died. Mr. Timberlake, I don't know what his last name was. They don't tell me. Uh, it says, it is unclear whether Timberlake died of natural causes or whether he committed suicide upon learning of the affair between Eaton and Peggy. And I'm just going to say, why are those the only two options? Maybe he why ate is it much, only uh, crab dip. Why is it only natural causes or suicide? Like, why don't they think that maybe Eaton sent him on this cruise to have him murdered by someone? Since uh, he's clearly into his wife. I don't know. But that's what it's like. Oh, maybe it was. Uh, maybe he committed suicide by stabbing himself in the face twenty times. Um, that's not how he died. I don't actually know because nobody knows. It says, but the fact that he was assigned to the cruise by the Secretary of War to get him out of the way was scandalous. And I was like, yeah, that would be scandalous right now. Yeah. Let alone in the eighteen hundreds. Dear mur- Lord, you had a guy murdered so that you could take his wife. That's freaking some like King David crap. It's highly illegal. Right. It's not okay. <laughs> Very but, not lawful. But Jackson doesn't care about the law. He's like, that's my friend. You shut up. Mm-hmm. Right. But so because of this, clearly, Fluoride's like, that That woman is not good. Mm-hmm. Because what's she even doing? Um, but Jackson is livid about this. 
one, because he's angry about everything. Two, because that's one of his friends, so that's not okay. And three, because he and his wife also had some weird scandalous things that we talked about, about how she was still married when they started living together and got married. Um, and she didn't know, which doesn't make sense. How could they not know? She's like, oh, like, the only thing that made sense to me was like, oh, I sent him divorce papers. I don't know if he signed them, but, like, shouldn't you know that? Um, before you get married or live together. But, yeah. Um, but Jackson, I, uh, his, his wife has a, like, decently untimely death. She dies pretty young. And he's pretty sure it was because of stress of everyone yelling at them about it. Of just, like, all the judgment. So he's, like, double angry about this, right? Double angry. Double angry, which is not good for Jackson. Because he's already at, like, a five every day of his life of angry. Livid for Jackson is, like, uh, you know, you kind of irritated for someone else. Right. He's already up at a a five at least. So this is getting him up to a ten, and that's not good. Um, It says the behavior from a woman, or this behavior from a woman was... Absolutely unacceptable to Florty. So Florty, or now it says Florty, and earlier it said Fluoride. So I don't know what her name is. Uh, maybe it's a nickname. Maybe. Refused to invite her to the grand social functions a vice president's wife was obligated to hold for the Washington elite. And her action caused many of the other wives to do the same thing. Mm. So she's like um, in charge of this clique, right? She organized it, and she's like, we're shunning that girl. Keep her out because her husband gets murdered on cruises so that she can marry someone else, which is a little weird. Um, in 1832, South Carolina holds a special convention at which they pass an ordinance declaring the 1828 and 1832 Tariff Acts unconstitutional and ordered that no taxes were to be collected. So basically, what happened was there was a whole bunch of tariffs put on. Um, specific goods, and it was, like, ruining South Carolina's uh, whole economy. And so they're like, we're not going to pay it. Because <laughs> that's what Americans do. Oh, we're just not going to do it. When the taxes are too bad, we just throw tea into the harbor. We don't care. We yeah. won't do it. Won't do it. Yeah, destruction of property, and we won't pay for stuff. So this is the other, like, major thing that Jackson and Calhoun argue about. Because they're both from South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. Um, yep. Oh, South Carolina. Big punching fest. And, uh... We haven't really punched on South Carolina, have we? Not too much. Which is amazing, because South Carolina. (laughs) Uh, and it says the same year the South Carolina legislature elected Senator Foote as governor. South Carolina, don't... I don't understand how he's elected, how Senator Foote was elected as governor. Senator Foote. And then it says, and to replace Governor Foote in the Senate, they elected Calhoun. Too many feet. But this is in 1832. So Calhoun's vice president right now, when he gets elected to, when, when somehow Senator Foote gets a downgrade to governor. <laughs> Senator Foote! <laughs> and Calhoun gets a downgrade, apparently, to senator is what they elected him to, right? Downgrade someone? Um, you can't insist that they do it, but you, like you, you can't can, just uh, decree it. No, you can apparently elect them and see what they say. Um, so the general idea 
in America was that if a state or the general idea, I guess, for them uh, in South Carolina was if a state disagreed with a federal policy, that it could veto any federal act that intruded on the state's sovereignty. Because mm. this is this is in the 1800s, yep. early 1800s, mm-hmm. where we're still very much s- like separate states and not a big federal union, mm-hmm. right? States still have a lot of power in this government. Yeah. And they're like, you can't just do this to us just because it works for other states doesn't mean it works for us. It doesn't. And you're ruining our lives. So, we don't want to treat all the people equally. Well, we don't want to pay all the taxes. It's not about slavery. It doesn't it's, have to be. No. But, uh, yeah. They don't want to. Uh, and President Jackson vehemently disagrees. Because he's president. So he's like, whatever I yeah. say, you have to do. Yeah. Too bad. I don't care if you're my freaking uh, home state. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Do what I say. Like he's he's just a, a monster. Yep. Um, but the one thing you can say about him is that he's very pro uh, union. He is. Um, and uh, if the South had tried to uh, leave while he was president, he would have gone down there and killed all of them. Grabbed them and <laughs> just grabbed them by the scuff of the shirt and just punched them in the face. Until they stopped. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're coming home now. And they'd be like, okay. All right. I'm so sorry. Because he's scary. He's scary. So, on April 13th, 1830, this all kind of comes to a head. Because Calhoun and Jackson apparently hadn't talked about this too much. About their opinions. Mm-hmm. Calhoun was very vocal that he agreed with South Carolina. That mm-hmm. they shouldn't have to suffer um, from this tariff just because... They felt like it was, you know, good for everybody else. Clearly, it's not working for them. It's tanking their economy, and we need to figure out something else. Um, But Jackson hadn't really talked about it publicly because, you know, he didn't want to stir any pots or something. I don't know. And it doesn't sound like Jackson and Calhoun are talking to each other very much because they hate each other. Um, And so... On April 13th, 1830, it says there was a remarkable dinner party in the National Metropolis. <laughs> it was the birthday of Thomas Jefferson. Thank God. And those who attended the party did so avowedly for the purpose of honoring the memory of the author of the Declaration of Independence. So it's supposed to be like, we're not going to do politics, we're just going to eat, and it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. And everyone's just going to be friends, and it's fine. And then afterwards, the orgy. No. <laughs> the petticoat orgy. Uh, it says it soon became manifest to the more sage, s- sage- salacious. What is that word on top? S- their, your font is so small. Sagacious? <laughs> uh, is that what it is? I've never heard that word before. I don't know. What does it mean? Sagacious. Sag- sagacity. Ah, keen mental discernment. Sagacious. Shrewd. I think sagacious is is what it is. It soon became manifest to the more sagacious ones that this dinner party and the day were to be made an occasion for inaugurating the new doctrine of nullification. So so it became manifest that it was going to be more about the inauguration of the new doctrine of nullification and to fix the paternity 
of it on Mr. Jefferson, the great apostle of democracy in America. It was a trap. <laughs> it was a trap. It was. It was a trap dinner. It was a trap dinner. Many gentlemen president... President. <laughs> Many gentlemen president, excluding the current one. <laughs> Many gentlemen present perceived the drift of the whole performance, withdrew in disgust before summoned to the table... But the sturdy old president, perfectly informed, <laughs> remained. <laughs> That's so stupid. I love whatever place I got this from. It's yeah. amazing. And then in all caps, it says, The Federal Union, it must be preserved. He was followed by the vice president, who gave his, his sentiment. The Union, next to our liberty, the most dear, may we all remember that it can only be preserved by respecting the rights of states and distributing equally the benefit and burden of the Union. Okay. So Jackson's like, Union's all that matters, people. Mm -hmm. And then Calhoun gets up and is like, only when the Union benefits everyone like it should, and sits down. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ooh, gosh, just battles of words these men at the frickin' dinner table so awkward um says jackson noted not long after calhoun's resignation from vice presidency that disunion by armed force is treason right which is what we were talking about about the civil war um that jackson would not have accepted this in any regard but so after this dinner calhoun resigns from the vice presidency and took his seat in the senate where he defended the nullification position of South Carolina. So uh, I quit. This dinner was a sham. Once World War Two, or not World War Two. Okay. Gosh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> once the Civil War started, uh-huh. people were using Calhoun as like a symbol for the rights of states in the South. Sure. And they were worried that the North was going to do something with his body. What? Yes. What would they do with I it? I don't know. Put it on a pike and make it dance? So after- What were they worried about? <laughs> I don't know. But so after the war started, like when it was getting close to starting, they dug up his body. Oh my gosh. They exhumed him. Oh my gosh. What? And it says the next night his coffin was buried in an unmarked grave near a church. Yeah, that's better. And sure. it remained there until 1871. When it was again exhumed and then returned to where it was supposed to be. What? So. What on earth? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I really want someone to explain uh, what what exactly they were thinking. I'm sure there have like there have to be primary sources of people talking about it, right? Like that's got to be in someone's journal or something. Being like, we were worried about them like burning his corpse or something, so we had to move him. Yeah. And I was honored to help dig up his body and move it. His bits. Okay. Why you got to do that? Because he's... How long has he been buried at that point? 1871. um, Probably for like 20 years. He's not a body anymore. He's bits. Skeletons. Um, Especially with the... Uh, embalming at the time. Yeah, no, he's not there. The uh, embalming quotations. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh, I have some quotes for you. Some uh, quotes for, um, for the house, for the roof job? For uh, From Jackson. I think they're all from Jackson. It says the day after Van Buren was elected president, um, which is right after Jackson, 
Uh, Jackson took time to reflect on his own presidency with a friend. And I'm like, probably Van Buren, because they were best friends. Mm -hmm. And it says, when asked if he had any regrets about the last eight years, this was his response. That I didn't shoot Henry Clay, (laughs) and that I didn't hang John C. Calhoun. Oh, there you go. He got away from me. Uh, Here's another one. John Calhoun, if you secede from my nation, I will secede your head from the rest of your body. (laughs) Also, his his, uh, two regrets were like, I didn't murder enough people. I know. I know. (laughs) What's wrong with you? It wasn't like, man, I wish I could have, like, fed more families because of uh, that uh, depression I caused because I right. effed the banks. Maybe I shouldn't have murdered so many Native Americans and forced them out of their homes. No, nah, there were, like, two guys that I really wanted to murder, and I didn't. Didn't uh, do it. Boy, that's going to haunt me. John C. Calhoun. That's going to haunt me. For the rest of my days. For the rest of my days. If you secede from my nation, I will secede your head from the rest of your body. What did I say about him, like, going down south and being like, you better get back in my house. Yep. You better get back in my house. So he's like, don't even try. (laughs) Don't even try. Don't you dare even try. And it makes sense that once the Civil War starts that they're like, well, look, John C. Calhoun, like, he was a big deal, obviously. He'd been elected vice president multiple times. And he's, like, a really good hero for the South and, like, states' rights because he had, like, quit his job as vice president just so he could be in the Senate to defend his state for, like, what he thought was a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that he would have been supportive of the Civil War, probably. Like, I don't think he would have thought that was a good plan. But he definitely thought that states' rights were pretty important. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's, like, far enough back that it's like, hey, look, it's, like, almost a founding father we can look to as, like, he was our champion uh, and fought for our things. But he's also dead, which makes it more convenient because he can't be like, actually, no, don't do that. I mean, not, like, not that way. Right, that's uh, a little aggressive. It's a bit much. Right. I mean, when it benefits you, leaving doesn't benefit you or us or anyone. Oh, apparently the one about the seceding the nation and the head from the body, that one's an unverified quote. But I have a quote about it that says, but given Jackson's character and relationship with Calhoun, it's likely. Sounds like him. I mean, he said worse. Yeah. He said worse. Honestly, he might. The only question I have about that was, is Jackson that clever? Because usually it's just like, I'm going to smash you. I'll hang you from the, you know, whatever. I have one other quote in here that I just thought was hilarious that I had to share with you. So Kentucky sent 2,300 militiamen to back Jackson up at the Battle of New Orleans in 1815. So this is, like, before Jackson's president. Militiamen. Militiamen. Um, it says, astonished that so many of them showed up without weapons. Uh, uh, did he, they not know what they were doing? He uttered the now famous quote that is proudly emblazoned as Kentucky pride on T-shirts. I never in my life seen a Kentuckian who didn't have a gun, a pack of cards, and a jug of whiskey. That's true. And How uh, dare you not come ready for battle with weapons? I, All Kentuckians have guns. I uh, I don't think they knew what they were. I think they thought they were all going to, like, a breakfast, maybe. Right, what's going on? Like, wait, where are the waffles? This isn't what I ordered. I ordered chicken and waffles. Where's... Why does everyone want to murder us here? This is the worst breakfast ever. Why is this happening? I really want waffle now. Well, you're going to have to leave the house probably. We don't have a waffle maker. You're probably going to have to leave the house maybe. (laughs) If you want it. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's what uh, all those Kentuckians heard. They're like, dang it. <sighs> well, I guess. But they did. They did leave their house. They just didn't bring guns. They're like, Jackson has 2,300 guns. It's fine. It's fine. Jackson definitely has weapons. Right. It's Jackson. And Jackson's like, Kentucky definitely has weapons. <laughs> Just, just an awkward... Awkward. Wait, uh, do you bring guns? Do I bring no, guns? you were supposed to bring them. What are you talking about? I thought you had guns. I thought every Kentuckian had a gun, a pack of cards, and a jug of whiskey. What's I, happening? I do, but I didn't want to bring mine if you had, you were going to provide guns. Uh, we don't have enough for you. How do you not have enough? You're the almost president. <laughs> you're the almost president. Also, you're like... He's a, got like 15 years or like 10 years before he's president. Also, you're rampaging murder. Of course you have guns. Of course you do. <coughs> I can't believe uh, that should be the quote is um, Jackson never went anywhere without uh, all of the cards and all of the whiskey and all of the guns and all of the rage and all of the rage because you would need to to pack all that. You know how they say around. all the rage and they mean like it's really mm-hmm. fashionable. I mean all the rage like just filled with boiling anger. Jackson is literally all the rage. Yeah. Jackson is is an orphan who became a supervillain. That's what Jackson is. He's uh, Batman who became a supervillain. Which is so... Uh, it makes me think, like, every villain could have been a hero if just you'd applied them to the right problem right. at the right time. Right. Just had to, like, uh, pour salt in a circle so he doesn't, like, escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, and put, like, some booze and, like, some guns and right. a burning picture of Calhoun in well, a circle and summon him from hell. And then order him to make the South come back during mm-hmm. the Civil War. And it would have worked. It's true. I think, I think the occult summoning of old presidents... Should be a problem that we look into mm. during more crises. <laughs> I recently okay. sat down with Calhoun to discuss <laughs> this problem. And he said, I was vice president. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. I did my time with that monster. Leave me alone. Stop talking about it. I did my time. So I'm also going to talk to you about random facts I found about Mount Rushmore. Okay. Um, about President Mountain. President Mountain. That doesn't have Jackson on it at all. It never will. Nope. Well, I mean, they're never going to add anybody else, but definitely not Jackson. Uh, it makes me wish that I was uh, a sculptor of rock, mm. of types of rock. Sure. Um, so I could just, like, hike up and just secretly carve him <laughs> in the base of it somewhere. No one would ever know about oh, me. Oh, gosh, that's terrible. Someone somewhere would hike up there and be like, oh, my gosh, it's Jackson. Just randomly, like, they probably wouldn't know who it was. Right. Like, why is there a man's face? Creepy face down there. He's He looks he, mad. He looks very angry. He looks like he's mad. Why is he so mad, the secret face? Why is the secret face so And angry? you just start a rumor on the internet that there's a secret face <laughs> at <laughs> President Mountain. I In case would. people don't know, Mount Rushmore... Uh, is a rock. It's a big rock. It's a mountain, mm-hmm. I think is the word. Yeah, that's what mountains are, big rocks. Yep. Where we, I mean, I'll tell you in a minute, where somebody decided that we were just going to carve the faces of presidents into it. Do you have the info on why they chose Mount Rushmore? Uh, maybe. I don't remember what's oh, in here okay. exactly. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the Borglums did it. The Borglums? <laughs> Haley and I went there, and all we saw constantly was this word borglum, and we didn't know what it meant. We didn't know why it was everywhere. It didn't make any sense. It didn't have any descriptions. It just kept saying, like, here's Borglum Canyon. And I'm like, what is that? Go get your Borglum trinkets. And I'm like, mm, Borglum, Borglum. Why? 
What is this word that suddenly appeared? It's everywhere, and it's stupid. It was also, like, 6 in the morning, so we probably were just, like, kind of delirious about was, not sleeping very much. It was very eerie in a way, because there was no one else on the road. There's right. all There's all these kind of amusement park-esque attractions on the way Before up. you get there, yeah. Um, like, <clears throat> even just hotels that look like old western it's, yeah, saloons. Yeah, it's, it's like trying to be a fake saloon town, yeah. Um, and but there's no one there. No one's awake, and there's just signs that say Borglum, Every- Borglum, and Borglum just sounds like a weird combination of like bored and glum, like you're bored and sad. It's like an orcs word for like money or something. Sure, but yeah. Do you know how Mount Rushmore was named? No, neither does anyone. So Charles E. Rushmore was a lawyer from New York. And he went to the South Dakota to check the legal titles on some properties around the Black Hills, which is where uh, Mount Rushmore is, or as we like to call it, President Mountain. President Mountain. Yep. Nobody in America calls it that but us, so. I mean, maybe some other people, but. It's no. Not. The, um, nope. the hashtag on Instagram was very empty before I created it. That's fair. So Haley invented mm-hmm. it, and President. I just love it. President Mountain. Pres- I mean, that's what it should be called. It should be called President Mountain. Sounds way better. Um, so the the National Park Service account uh, said that there was the mountain didn't have any name, right? When they were looking at it, sure. And nearby resident Bill Chalice told him it had none. Uh, but from now on, we'll call it Rushmore. Sure. Just because he exists there. That's a name. We picked it. And that's why it's called Mount Rushmore. Because of a random lawyer who just was like, wait, does that one not have a name? And he's like, nope, but I'll name it after you, sir. Also, what a stupid city boy thing to say. Does that one have a name? Well, no, no. like he's looking through his paperwork. Okay. And he's like, the documents, there's a mountain and there's no documents on like the name of it. Sure. And so he's like, why doesn't this one have a name? And then he's like, does now. It's after you, Mr. Rushmore. Does now. Esquire. Esquire. Um, and the idea of creating the sculpture was dreamed up in 1923. Dream. By South Dakota historian Doan Robinson. Doan? Mm. D-O-A-N-E. Email us with uh, your pronunciation. <laughs> How would you say that name? Um... And he wanted to find a way to attract tourists to the state. Sure. I don't know if you know, but there's not a lot of stuff in South Dakota. Not a lot. There's not a lot. They have the the Black Hills, which have some cool gold Uh, in them. They have Deadwood. South Dakota. That's pretty much it. I was surprised how... uh, pretty the western half of south dakota was yeah it's it's nice looking yeah. right it's a lot of like open land that's really pretty it's very pretty when i think of like the the rugged west if i'm not thinking of a desert i think i'm thinking of western south dakota hmm. not eastern that's like no. uh it's more of uh minnesota and wisconsin and it just never right. ends yep. it's just farm trash but it's got a lot of nice mountains and, like, mm-hmm. wooded areas and, like, rivers and stuff. It's pretty. Um, but, yeah, there's not a lot of reasons for tourists to go there. No reason. Um, except this one now. Except President Mountain. Bum, bum, bum. Pew, pew, pew. President Mountain. <laughs> um, so in 1927, um, so he's, like, oh, thinking up ideas, looking around at people in 23. Mm-hmm. And then in 27, um... 
says that this uh, this man who had spent the previous years among the Ku Klux Klan leaders of Georgia, sweet Georgia, Borglum, Borglum, had devoted years to a Confederate commemorative carving there at Stone Mountain. I know it sounded like an orc word, He's which KKK, <laughs> which was financed in part by the Klan. Yep, uh, his work was later destroyed and replaced by another work. <laughs> One thing you can't say of the clan is that they don't got the money. That's right. Just a bunch of mad old I can't imagine people don't know, but in case you don't know, the Ku Klux Klan are people in white robes who are hate black people and Jews and gay people Jews. and anyone who isn't them. Yep. Kind of just anyone who isn't like white Protestant dudes. They hate them. Yeah. They the um yeah. Yep. Yep. I was going to say mostly black people, but um, like I don't think I've ever heard of them lynching a Jew. No, but they definitely don't like him. No. But no one does. Right. But so apparently this, this man, Borglum. Jews, not blacks. <laughs> Borglum had spent a considerable amount of time doing a Confederate commemorative monument after the Civil War. So they wanted nice big carvings of heads of Confederate heroes in Stone Mountain. <laughs> Just, just Stone Mountain. Yep. Uh, and then Danish-American sculptor Gutzon Borglum. So now you know where that comes from. He's Danish. Uh, he was enlisted to help with the project for Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, he was working on massive carvings, Stone Mountain, um, but by his own account said the model was flawed and the monument wouldn't stand the test of time. Which sounds like whiny talk after being fired. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's bad. And it says he was looking for a way out, which also sounds like I need a new job because I was fired. Yeah. So. I was looking to leave. Yep. So the actual carving of the monument was done by 400 men. 400 men. 400 men. Um, but for... Oh. Uh, so they're supposed to have... I mean, normally in America, we have... One day where we have lots of fireworks happening, which is on July Thanksgiving. 4th. Oh, nope. <laughs> on July 4th, Independence Day, um, where we said later y'all to England and became our own business over here. Declaration of Independence. Bye. But um, at Mount Rushmore, apparently, they usually have them on July 3rd. I don't really know why, but that's something that they do. Is it like a Christmas Eve kind of thing? Maybe. I don't know if it's like they close down the whole like little neighborhoods and things we saw on July 4th, so they want to get people in there still, though, for Independence Day. Sure. Or they like know that a lot of people are going to be celebrating by themselves on the 4th, so they're like, we'll do it on the 3rd, yeah. and people will come, and True. then they can still do their own thing on the 4th. Don't know. Who knows? Sounds like but, a capitalist thing. But they do do that. These days, for maintenance, because rocks are not unchangeable. They do stuff. They fall down. <laughs> Rocks do stuff. Yeah. Alexis Lord, 2017. Rocks do stuff. Um, they use silicon sealant to close the cracks in the faces. Cool. So they give them a nice facelift every once yeah. in a while. With, um, you know, similar processes that people do on their real faces. It's true. They're just like real people. The they're, faces on Mount Rushmore. They, they think just like real. you and me. They think they're real people. <laughs> but they're not. They're rock people. Um... How do you think the carving was done, Haley? Because you've seen it. It's like, it's a lot. And there's a lot of, like, pretty specific detail. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you definitely can tell who they're supposed to be. Yeah. Even if you didn't, like, know already. Yeah. I assume not with a cult means... No. That it was with the sweat and blood of men. Um, not a lot. Not a lot of sweat? Um, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of sweat. But 90% of it was carved with dynamite. Oh. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can see the, the piping where they, um... Yeah. Uh, like, have to cut through to get the dynamite down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm interested that that was 90% of it because there's so much, like, specific detail that I'm like, oh, that's, like, very controlled explosives. <laughs> and it's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> or they just cut away a ton of mountain before they started doing right. details. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I have a quote that says, although they weren't artists, none of these 400 <laughs> men at all. None of them. They were workmen. Um, they did know how to use dynamite and jackhammers. That was their art. How, that's like, how dare you say they're not artists? That's basically the same thing. How dare you? <laughs> they work art with fire. Um, explosions. Do you know how much it cost um, to make President Mountain? Ooh, that's a good question. Does that... I, I have mean, it in today's money. Well, 2009 money. I mean, I'm not going to guess the right answer anyway, but I'm wondering sure. if it includes, like... All of the miscellaneous costs of like bringing in people and housing them and food. Uh, it's just the tab, which makes me assume they're accounting for everything that they could think uh, of. Three million. Fourteen point four million mm. in today's money. What about then money? Um, it would have been less. Okay. <laughs> I was wrong in every way. Um but uh eighty four percent of that was paid by the federal government. Well, I mean, that makes sense. It should be. It's a, of it's course. a national project. But, like, or, I mean... But is it? Like, Isn't it, it a was, national park? Isn't I think it, it is now. Oh. But, like, it was built specifically to draw people to South Dakota. Mm-hmm. So it is weird that, like, the federal government's paying that much money and they're not like, well, South Dakota needs to pay for it. Yeah. They weren't like, I'll pay for, like, half of it. Half? But, yeah. <laughs> I'll <laughs> pay like, for it. Half. <laughs> But, like, you know, you got to pay for half of it because it's just your state. It's not drawing people to other places. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a little weird. Yeah, speaking of uh, states, right, it doesn't benefit anyone else, so deal with it on your own. Right. It's not like a, a pipeline. No. Or, like, a, a, a train. A train. Yeah. I was going to say, like, trans-state uh, railroad. And then, so it came out like, train. 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 It's not a train. Um, Mount Rushmore once had an amateur baseball team. Why? How? I mean, they didn't play on the mountain. (laughs) Just like the area. How? (laughs) It was a modified form of baseball where you got different amounts of points for hitting a specific president in a specific spot. I mean, their eyes are kind of dug in in the pupil area. Mm -hmm. You could get a dunk. Right. Dunk it. You don't dunk in baseball, but it's fine. Uh, I mean, this wouldn't be <laughs> traditional baseball. This is sure. baseball where you wear sticky suction cups on the bottom of your feet, mm-hmm. and you have to, like, climb over giant noses that are the size of houses. Yeah. One thing that's weird about seeing President Mountain in person is how uh, small it seems from a distance. See, people say that. It doesn't seem small to me. Um, I saw him like, oh, it seems small, but then you're like, oh, we're like really far away. Right. Yeah, they don't let you get very close to Mm -hmm. it. So Haley can't carve Jackson into it. um, That's uh, why they don't let you get close. It's like all the times you ever see it are like from 
I don't know, people in planes getting real close. Or right. Drones. Really good cameras that have exceptional zoom capabilities. Yeah, so, not drones, because they're very against drones. No, we can show you pictures of things that we took. But Let's say no drones But when all. you're there and it's just your human eyes back, way, way back, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it seems smaller. And you're like... Because you can't use the binoculars because they're too cold on your face because it's freezing. Yeah, they have like the little put in a quarter and we'll show you how quarter quarter we'll show you how things look. See, I, I. yeah. But it was it was six in the morning. It was freezing up there. It was frozen. You're in the mountains. Yeah. Um. So Gutson and Lincoln Borglum Borglum were so competitive. They would often hire young men for their baseball skills rather than their carving and drilling skills. <laughs> Uh, I would, yeah. So apparently it's like the two of them against each other. I think Gutson is the dad and Lincoln is his son. Which, of course, he would name his son Lincoln. They That's uh, an Arrested Development episode, I believe. Is it? Uh, sort of. Hmm. Um, the workers at the top of the mountain, uh, in order to get people in position, would hand crank a winch... To raise and lower the drillers. Mm-hmm. A winch. A winch. Um, they, were, they had some young boys working for them. They had boys? Uh, they called them call boys. Oh, don't. Don't call them that. <laughs> uh, and they were hired to sit on the side of the mountain to shout messages back and forth. Uh, it makes sense, but don't call them call boys. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty bad. To operators to speed up or slow down. Um... Oh, this is this is what I was going to tell you. Remember when we were talking about bosun chairs? For um, it was a long time ago. It was in episode one about Napoleon and how they were going to use a bosun chair to like help him escape from his uh, captivity. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I didn't know what that was. And I was like, I assume it's like some weird chair to scale mountains. Like I guess that's exactly what it is. And uh, they use bows and chairs for Mount Rushmore. Mm. Uh, that's what they're cranking. It's called the bows and chair. So that was the person's plan. They were going to set up a crank, and they were going to crank it up, and they're like, Napoleon, get on a chair. And then fly away in a hot air balloon. Smart. Still can't believe that was, like, their best idea. Why isn't that a movie, though? I wish it was a movie. Did it not fail? No, it didn't happen. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, anything can happen in movies. In movies, it's all possible. Anything can happen. It's all possible in movies. Um, it says, if they went too fast, the person in the bosun chair would be dragged up the mountain on their face. <laughs> oh, sorry for your death. Sorry for your your face, bad your face rock death. rug burn. Yeah. You don't have a nose anymore. You don't want to be that close to the president faces. Um, after two years of work on Jefferson, uh, the rock was found unsuitable, and the partially completed face was erased from the mountainside with dynamite. Just blew him up. Boom! Ah, cathartic. Because he used to be on the left side of, um, Washington, Mm. and now he's on the right side of Washington. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of tucked in there. Which sounds like they started with him, which seems bizarre. And weird that they were going to put Washington in the middle. Uh, I mean, he's still, like, kind of out in front, maybe. That's true. It's funny, like, what, if you can remember, Haley, um, the general, like, facial impressions, like, like, what emotions these 
men have on their faces is funny to me because like Washington looks really proud and distinguished and mm-hmm. like I imagine him looking every second of his life handsome yeah and um, Abe looks like kind of tired almost uh, on the like far right and then Teddy's like tucked in you can't even see that yeah boy. it's like he's being sneaky <laughs> and it's really cute and like and Jefferson doesn't look like anybody. He looks like he could have been anybody from his time period. Mm-hmm. And he just looks kind of, like, bored. Mm-hmm. Or, like, dazed almost. Dazed. Yeah. Dazed and confused. He doesn't He's, really know. He looks stoned. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he looks... I'm so Stoned. unhappy about that. Oh, okay. So good. Um, so good. So Borglum, in 1938, uh, Borglum, uh, Guts and Borglum, secretly began blasting a hall of records in the mountain behind the head. Secretly? Secretly. Oh, okay. In the dead of night, he's setting off the dynamite. Secretly. Secretly exploding dynamite in the night times. Uh, it was meant to be a vault containing the history contain the history of national and vital documents like the Constitution. So it's going to be a little museum behind the heads. A secret museum? Uh, I don't think it's going to be secret later. It was just his plan, and I don't think he had the money for it. Sure. So I think he didn't tell anybody. Um, Because, I mean, gosh, if it had been me, I would have made a secret room and not told anyone. Congress found out about the project and demanded <laughs> Borglum use the federal funds for the faces, not for the Hall of Records. Uh, but, like, I've seen so many movies where they have the Hall of Records in there, and I didn't know that was real. Yeah, I thought they made that up. Right! <laughs> but it is real! <laughs> or at least he tried to make it real, and yeah. then the government's like, no! No! Do the faces! <clears throat> Do not have money for that. This is why the Confederates fired you! But I want to make a secret no. layer. No! Secret layer. Faces! Secret layer. No. Oh. Fine, I Every, guess. Everyone likes a secret layer. This is going to be my only legacy, so I <laughs> guess I have to do it. Oh, man. I guess. Borg, I'm going to put Borglum on every inch of this place. It's going to be amazing. Borglum. Um, the, did you know the carvings were meant to include the bodies down to their waists? Oh, that's way too much. I know, it's so creepy. Don't put their tits in there. Haley. <laughs> Why? <Sorry>. Why? <laughs> uh, it's because it's all I think about with Washington. Okay, that's true. It's all Yeah, they're going to have him shirtless, too. No, I'm joking. They, they weren't. They've they already were. done it. They've know, done it before. Know, but they weren't. But, like, think about how much more work that would have been. So much. And, like, why? Would have been the whole... It's not like their outfits are distinguishable. No. It's just, like, more more impressive, maybe? The only thing I'm like, you could have put a hat on Lincoln. I would have appreciated that. Ooh, a giant, the biggest hat in the world. Yeah. The biggest top Biggest hat. stone hat. But eventually it'd fall off and be really awkward. And probably destroy everything. Um, what if you were like the village that was destroyed by Lincoln's hat? <laughs> There's no people down there. It's you're not allowed to go. Well, over not there. anymore because they've all been destroyed. <laughs> there was a hat by one. the hat. The hat village. <laughs> we don't speak of that. Oh no! Tens of lives lost. <laughs> there, um, were, there were dozens of us. No longer. Uh, oh, so overall, the project you were asking me earlier, how much it cost in their time, um, it was $989,992.32. Nine 
32 cents. 32 cents. Mm. And it took 14 years for them to do it. Wow, that's actually pretty good. It's not too bad. In 1998, his vision for the or Borglum's vision for the Hall of Records was realized when porcelain tablets containing images and text of the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and biogra- biographies of the presidents and Borglum himself were sealed in the vault inside the unfinished hall. So there is stuff in there. I'm glad they did because when everything goes to heck and we're all murdered by aliens or whatever, sure. volcanoes. Yep. Um, and all of our buildings are destroyed. And the grid's gone down. And the grid's, I mean, way after that, hundreds and thousands of years after sure. that. That mountain's still going to be there, and it's going to be a treasure trove of information for all the archaeologists. Right. The they can learn about great Borglum. Of Borglum. They're going to think he was the most important person. <sighs> I know. Ever. In our nation. Yep. He's going to be, like, they're going to have... Uh, Discovery Channel documentaries about that person. Like, we talk about, right. like, the great builders of Egypt. They're going to talk about Borglum. Uh, doesn't it just, like, make your soul die a little? Right. He's not worth this. <laughs> he he was hired by the clan. He was probably in the clan. Yep, and they're not going to know. Mm-mm. All that's going to be gone. They're going to think we worshipped these people like gods. Right. Rushmore's resident mountain goats are descended from a herd that was gifted to the Custer State Park by Canada in 1924. What? Canada gave us some goats. That's the most Canadian thing I've ever heard in my life. Have some mountain goats for your park. Hey, we heard you had a park. Here's some mountain goats. You want some goats? Here, we have some mountain goats. We have some extra ones. We have, we thought you liked these goats. Um, but I guess they escaped. They escaped. And then in parentheses, it had naughty goats. (laughs) Naughty goats. (laughs) They were spy goats. Because they were supposed to be in the state park, Uh um, which is pretty close. It says, oh, yeah, no. Uh, In in the Custer State Park, but they escaped, so now they're around Mount Rushmore, where they weren't supposed to be. Oh, oh, okay. So they're like, bye, I want to be a President Mountain. President Mountain! What up? Hey! Which, when we were up there, we didn't see any ghosts, but we did see a deer. We did see a deer. It was very nice. It was very close to us, too. It was very close. Like, not in the scary way, like it was going to hurt us, but... Like Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Where they try to attack us. But, uh, you know. I do. So it says numerous things are being done to preserve Rushmore right now. This included installing 8,000 feet of camouflage copper wire in 1998 to help monitor 144 hairline cracks. Okay. The copper wire was replaced with fiber optic cable in 2009. Cool. Updated it. Updated. Um, so, you know, like I said this already, but Borglum, he was a member of the Freemasons and probably in the Ku Klux Klan. Um, and then how many people do you think died, Haley? Um, Making it. None. That's right. Nobody. Hell yeah. Nobody died at President Mountain. Wow. Unlike, you know, um, like Hoover Dam where it was like... 40 people or something. That's because at Hoover Dam they weren't playing baseball. And it was, it's like hundreds of feet tall. It's so big. Mm-hmm. I've been on it. All you want to do is just like get a sled and go wee and then die. Or drop a basketball. That's what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But I was like, they'll get really mad. I know. <laughs> and I didn't have a basketball, so. <laughs> and I didn't have a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> they will be mad, though, if I did it. <laughs> really, really want to, though. But there you go. Now you know about the gossip from the Calhouns that destroyed a vice presidency and about President Mountain, who was built by a member of the Ku Klux Klan. 
I did a Microsoft Hooray! Paint edit of Calhoun. MS Paint. Um, using the patented Jackson Vision, which we mm. will be posting with the episode. Yes. It looks amazing. I really like it. It's been sitting in our email since February. Yep. Um, no longer. Nope. It will be public now. Did you learn things? Did you enjoy yourself? Mm-hmm. Every new thing I learn about Jackson, it's just like, how? How? <laughs> how did they let you be president, or how did you exist, or what, uh, which how? How did they let you do this? I guess because they were scared. They didn't want to get murdered. Yeah, I don't know. You're so angry. Someday, a very angry man. I would say someday I hope that you come to terms with all of that hate that you have inside you, but I know you never did. Mm-mm. I mean, everyone you love died. Yeah. Pretty tragically. Karma's just out for you, isn't it? Hmm. <laughs> he hadn't done anything. He was a child. <laughs> it knew. It's like, you will. <clears throat> also, terrible things happen to many people, and they don't turn into... Um, Jackson. It's true. Monsters. <laughs> you can say it. You can say it. <clears throat> I think Jackson's a pretty good uh, synonym. Yeah. Pretty good synonym for himself. It's true. Oh, Jackson. Oh, Jackson. But yeah, could you imagine being Calhoun? Being Jackson's vice president? <laughs> were, uh, were they on a similar party, even? Do they um, have... I think so. Uh-huh. Like, I think they were in the same party, but they don't like each other sure. at all. Sure. Like, and Calhoun had a history with Jackson of, like, you know, from when he was Secretary of War. Mm-hmm. That he was already like, no, this guy is crazy. And I, I'm sure he got, I think he got elected first. Yeah. Uh, Calhoun. And then he was probably like, and you know, like waiting, anticipating like who was going to be sure. president. <laughs> and then he was probably like, this guy? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Are you serious? He, you know he just went into Florida and murdered people for no reason, right? Mm-hmm. That's not okay. American people are like, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Uh, give that to me. Uh, murder all the English people. Right. Like, probably before that, when he ran for president and he uh, he lost because of Electoral College, um, I'm like, Calhoun was probably like, whew, we don't need that. Yep. That was my one guess. Um, on why he didn't like Calhoun. Hmm. So Calhoun was secretly British. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> no. It's, uh... I th- and I think he eventually found out that he, uh... Was not British? No. Hmm. He f- I think he found out that he had crapped on him to Madison Ooh. when he got yelled at. I yep. think he found out that that was the reason. Yeah. Because I-, I think it said somewhere when I read that his friend was like, you know he was Secretary of War when that happened, right? And then he was like, what? Also, how did you not know this? Stupid. He doesn't care about anything Stupid. but himself. <laughs> Stupid. And murdering people. <laughs> Ah, my only regrets are that I only had one life to live for my country, and I didn't murder everyone. Can you imagine a president saying that now? Because <laughs> yes. that was a verified quote, though. No, it's so bad. That one was true. <laughs> it's so bad. It was just him being like, man, if only I had shot this guy and hanged that guy, that would have been great. Never. Even, even the presidents that I don't like, or, like, you go back in time and you're like... Your administration was rife with problems. Right. 
I would have never expected any of them to be like, man, if only I'd murdered that one person. Two people. Those two people. Gosh. I really wanted to personally and murder them. And one of them's your vice president. <laughs> right? Madness. <laughs> Sheer madness. Uh, yeah. This is why when people are all like, oh, the country's in a really bad place now. And I'm like, I don't disagree. But I'm like, it's been worse. And it will probably be worse in the future. So, you know. Maybe it is that bad or it has been that bad, but they've just gotten smarter about not leaking those quotes. Maybe. I mean, sure. You can say that behind closed doors all you want about how you want to murder your vice president. I don't care about that. Don't let us know. No. Don't do it publicly to a newspaper. Don't do that. When they're like, oh, so what what do you regret about your presidency? On the record, what what do you you regret regret? not doing? And he's like, oh. You know, expecting something about policy or, you know, your Mm -hmm. your administrative, like, laws and what you did. Right. If only Mm. I could have killed those two people. That would have been great. You remember my 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 vice president? My vice president who left that that piece of work. Wish I'd killed him. Wish I'd killed him. Wish I'd killed him before he got away. Imagine being that reporter and you're just like, okay. I have to go now. Thanks for talking to me. I'm gonna be remembered forever for doing this interview. You're very I'm sure you're very excited because that's a great quote, (laughs) right? You're gonna sell so many newspapers, your boss is gonna be so happy. But also, I would be so scared. I'm gonna I'm gonna I wish I had killed him before he quit. Okay. Thanks for meeting with me, Jackson. That was great. Oh, oh, you were great. I'm gonna keep me and you single-handedly both of us are going to keep newspaper in print as a viable medium for like the next hundred years and he's just grinning he's so proud of himself like yeah we are that's true one thing you didn't kill was newspaper which is nice thanks thanks i guess i guess your destructive force didn't take free speech too anyway (laughs) i mean not if you were american true he he liked mm, some americans he did couldn't even say most. He liked his wife so much that he married her before she was divorced. Yeah. Couldn't wait. He was that's, lost. That's at love. Sea. That's romance. Wait. Because her husband no, was. He wasn't lost at sea. Was, okay. No. Where am I remembering it. that from? I think I said that as a joke. Oh. Because, like, what if, they sent, <laughs> what if they sent him on a cruise? They sent him on a cruise. And, just, and that. Like, when I read that, I was like, are you joking? Because that sounds so fake. No one does that. Or, like, it sounds like a euphemism for something. Like, he murdered him. They didn't have, like... They just sent him on a cruise to the Mediterranean. Being on the sea wasn't, like, a pleasurable activity. No, they didn't have the giant slow boats that we think of as cruises. With, like, 24-hour open bars and free drink passes. Apparently he just sent him on, like, a, you know, reconnaissance mission and he died. (laughs) Didn't reconnaissance. Convenient, isn't it? Hmm. I'm with Florida on this one. I'm like, mm, I'm not hanging out with the Edens. They are sketchy. Fluoride. Fluoride for life. What happens when you put fluoride in the water? I don't know. You get clean teeth. Okay. And conspiracy theorists. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Which one are you? Clean teeth or conspiracy theorists? <laughs> or both? Or are you the... Or you fluoride um, sitting in a water tank somewhere central mm-hmm. in like Colorado, just flowing out from the mountains on both sides. Can't know. Can't know, won't know. Thank you for joining us. 
if you want to email us about stuff to talk about, we would love that. And our email is hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, leave a review and comment. On iTunes. On iTunes. It helps. I don't think you can Something. on Google Play, but, No, you know, Google doesn't want you to talk to they, it. Yeah. It's like, uh, I already know your opinions. I've read your mind and your emails. Uh, but we're on Google Play, so you can subscribe there if you want to. Uh, and seemingly anywhere where you get podcasts, you can find us, because I've seen lots of people listening on places I've never heard of. <laughs> I've seen people listening on things that, like, aren't... On the web. Yeah, like VLC and, VLC Win- and Windows Win- Media Player. What? How do you do that? How Email you- us about your ways. <laughs> your ways and your witchcraft. <laughs> Email us about your witchcraft. <laughs> I mean, real or your web witchcraft, either way. Um, yeah. We also, we have our website, uh, hystericalhistory.simplecast.fm. Uh, where you can find all of our episodes. And we have a Facebook page that you can like, and we sometimes post funny memes. And that's where we also post episodes. And our sources, in case you're wondering if I'm making everything up, because I'm not. She is. You can read it, too. <laughs> Jackson, yeah, just me, not you. Jackson never actually existed. Yep. He's not all a, an illusion. He's not a real person. We never landed on the moon. We're living on the moon. Oh, snap. Right now. What do we say about conspiracy theorists? <laughs> um, they aren't drinking the water. Mm. Or they are, or they just don't believe it's a woman in there. It's very confusing. Or they do believe it's a woman. I Is got... fluoride a woman or a, a runoff of, what? what is it, like dentistry products? There's a, it's it's yeah. some sort of waste. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they use it in dental everything. It's they in, do. like, every toothpaste. But it's I think it's, like, industrial waste or something. I mean, no, they put it in water intentionally to, like, or they, yeah, they tried. because they were, like, filling landfills with it or something. Oh, I thought it was intentional because it, like, helps. Uh, I think that's a convenient reason why they are, like, are allowed to put it in the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone wins. <laughs> anyway. Recycling. Um, if you know how to pronounce fluoride, uh, email us. Or Floridy, whatever her name was. Florid. Nobody's sure. Floride. Um, but thank you for listening. And you will hear us on the next one. On the flippity flop. Flippity flop. Flippity doo. Bye. 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 Bye.